is your party trick and or fun fact? My party trick is that I can pull my belly button on it. You've never shown me this. Do you want to show the audience? I feel like I have. You've never shown. You've tried to, but you've never shown it. We 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 my, we were away for Christmas. My hands are sweating. Now. <laughs> I'll try and do it. Welcome to Subject to Change, a podcast dedicated to talking about the things that matter and the things that don't. And welcome back, part two. You nervous? Just, just put the mic on. Hello, everyone. Um, uh, yeah, a little bit. Sweaty Betty O'Confetti. Yeah. But um, yeah, this is this is going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be anything, good. If it's anything like yours, then yeah. it's uh, going to be fun. I'm excited. My, are palm, you? my palms are still sweating. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see how we go. So, see um, how I answer on the spot, in it. How have you been lately? Um, I've been good. Um, life is good. Work is good. Can't really complain very much. Um, but yeah, just uh, about a week ago, like, just find out some stuff that you weren't really expecting, and it kind of like yeah. knocks you for six. And um, obviously, I messaged you and called you yeah. to like have a quick chat about it, and just me. Yeah, it was kind of one of those situations where. You find some news and you kind of just got to deal with it. Like we obviously talked about the mental health thing. Like you just have to accept that what's happening's happening and you just you try and deal with it the best way you could. Would you would you be able to give any information on that? On what we spoke about? Um <laughs> on, on on what the topic's about. Uh yeah. Um, <clears throat> you don't have to, obviously, and you can be as discreet as possible. Yeah, so um, I just found out that my ex is just obviously dating someone else. So then it was obviously pretty hard hitting. Not that I think, like, I don't want to be with um, the young lady. But um, yeah, it was just one of those things. I'm sure anyone and everyone can, can relate whenever um, they break up with their, their ex and then they finally see that that person's moved on. It, it's quite hard hitting. Especially if it's completely out of the blue and not really expected, because we're not in each other's lives. So yeah, I think when your ex moves on, it's a really weird situation. Even if, even if you don't want to be in that relationship anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a strange feeling. It is, which I don't. But yeah, it's just intense. It's weird. Hard hitting. Yeah, it's weird. Are there any habits you're trying to break at the moment? Um, trying to accept compliments, I think, if that makes sense. What do you mean? I get really awkward when people like genuinely give me compliments out of the blue. Someone said this to me the other day when they were like saying something really nice is like, stop like enough like really yeah i've never known that yeah that's really new that that's new i said this remember we're in that group chat with tbd and i was just because you she i think she gave you a compliment and then you're just like i'm waiting to hear what he's gonna write (laughs) 
and then I was like, we're like totally different. Like you, you enjoy compliments, yeah, and like it, it does make a difference to how you feel about yourself. Whereas with me, um, compliments kind of, as much as I appreciate them, they make they make me feel slightly uncomfortable. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to like fix that. Apparently, it's a Virgo thing. Classic, classic Virgo. Yeah, classic. Love a bit of astrology. How is it you try to fix that? Just start bloody accepting it, and just it is what it is. People are allowed to say good things about you, and if they see a nice person, they want to give you a compliment or give you kudos or whatever. Like you just have to accept that that's a part of life. People are going to say nice things and bad things, so when people say good things, you should accept it and appreciate it, and not feel awkward. Fair enough. That's a good point. I think that's a good thing to work on. I think some people can definitely find compliments quite hard to take yeah. when maybe they haven't felt that they deserve it. Mm. That can be a big thing. Bar. Someone Bar. said that to, the other, to me the other day. I love yeah. when people say that. Bar. <laughs> You're like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> See, you love got a little compliment there. Thanks, mate. You're loving life, smiling behind the camera. I'm so happy right now. <laughs> um, if you've seen part one, I got a very nice compliment as well. Lovely. Um, what is your worst or most interesting traveling story? Worst or most interesting traveling story? Hmm. I haven't really got any like anything like that's bad or interesting. I think the the worst one was probably when I was in um, Patong in Thailand and we got convinced to go to um, a ping pong show. Oh, love those ping pong shows. Horrible. I've, ex- I've heard that they're good anyway. Horrible. Ex- <laughs> horrible experience. So, yeah, so initially I got um, convinced to go on stage. I wasn't even intoxicated. So at this point of the night, so it was already awkward as, as hell. Went onto the stage and then they tied me up and then they started like stripping my clothes off and down to my boxers and the aircon was very 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 high inside the uh, inside the inside the bar and um they were they were literally just about to pull my box down i was like please do not pull my boxers down i'll beg of you and then they literally like pulled it down just like to about to about my knee and, <laughs> <laughs> and only half came out <laughs> I knew you were going to say I literally was waiting for that you're like oh thank god thanks for that I really appreciate you not oh, relieving all if you'd pulled it down to my ankles everything would have been on show <laughs> <laughs> there are loads of black guys listening to this going it is what it, it is, is what it is <laughs> a blessing and a curse some might say <laughs> no but the they pulled it like halfway down and then pulled it up and I swear I've never sweated as much in my life. And then after that, they started like putting turtles in their vaginas and spitting them out and I was like, right, it's time to go. That was a very, very weird and uncomfortable experience that when they just started like using using animals and all that. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty um chilled when I drink and stuff. So in terms of crazy and weird stories, I never really end up in those 
ridiculous situations like loads of my other friends have. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. At what point in a relationship do you mention to the bird that you can't swim? <laughs> I can't swim. Shut your mouth. Whoever asked this, there's just so many people that it could have been. It could have been Matt. It could be Lee. Piece of shit. I can swim. Black uh. people can swim. <laughs> Sound very defensive. There's actually a massive history behind that, but we'll do that. We'll do that for another episode. But yes, I can swim, so I don't feel the need to tell females. Yeah, I just can't dive very well. Yeah, okay, of course. Yeah, no, no problem. Um, what's your first experience living out of home? Oh, my first experience living out of home was uni. Um, what was that like? Oh, it was great. Um, went away to uni. Well, not away. It was it was still in Northern Ireland, but obviously over in the UK and Ireland and stuff. Um, oh, I was in Derry. Derry, yeah. Obviously, like when you go to uni, most people back home they always move and live on campus and stuff. So that was an experience, just having that independence and freedom. What was that first? I guess the question I'm asking is, what was that first feeling like? You go from living under your uh, under yeah. home to moving. What what was that? I think the freedom and you felt as if adulthood, quote unquote, had started. Looking back now, that was not adulthood <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah. But like, I think it was the feeling of freedom and and being able to almost do whatever you wanted to do. Obviously, with my mum, if I ever went out, she trusted me, um, like on one hundred percent. But as long as I told her where I was, she didn't mind. Like if I went in a night out and I wasn't going to come home that night, as long as I, oh, by the way, I'm not going to come home. I'm going to stay at a friend's. She didn't care. So I think it was that transition of going to uni and me living out of home and then not having to like message her and let her know where I am all the time was like a massive thing. And then also just in conjunction with that going to uni and everyone being in that same boat of like young just out of out of school and meeting all these like completely new people everyone obviously just on that same high of freedom and having that student loan to spend on things that you weren't supposed to spend on what do you what do you look for in a friend Um, loyalty in the sense that because I find it very difficult to trust people Mm -hmm. I feel like if I feel as if I can tell you things and you won't talk about them to other people or bitch about me behind my back <clears throat> then then we're, we're always going to be good friends because um, I've been in a situation in friendships before where like I would consider them a really good friend but then I was always like are they talking about me badly to other people and that's not a nice feeling in any in any, in any um, relationship that you're in friendship um, professional intimate like that feeling of not knowing what 
that person will say about you when you're not in the room is not a very, very, very nice feeling. Um, and then also comfort, which also coincides with the loyalty thing. You want to feel comfortable around that person, being able to be 100% um, unapologetically authentic um, around them. I think I think those two are probably the main ones. My, my expectations of people aren't very high. I always say expect the worst, but hope for the best. Because if you expect the worst, then you won't let down. But you always like hope that what you think about a situation and what you think people are will exceed exceed your thoughts. What's the time you felt most trapped? Probably before I left to travel. I think that was a part of the reason why I left Northern Ireland. I just felt like that there wasn't enough there for me to stay. There wasn't, I wasn't excited about living there. The lifestyle that that I was getting in Northern Ireland wasn't one that I could see myself living. Um long term and I think I got very comfortable and and it wasn't like a nice comfort it wasn't a comfort of content it was a comfort because it was easy um it's a very small small country small city you know everyone everyone knows everyone's business and there just wasn't very um uh, like enough there for me to to make me want to stay um I was working for myself doing the videography stuff with a few small jobs here and there but like that that wasn't going to be enough for me to just to stay there and live Um, I'd broken up with my girlfriend about a year before I decided to leave to travel and then that breakup was just like she wasn't even living in Northern Ireland at the time so then even that aspect of it was like oh like I don't want to date anyone here um, I'm working for myself with these little side jobs. Like I have no, I have no like commitment that forces me to stay. Um, so then I was like, yeah, I'm leaving. And that, that, like I was trapped, but it wasn't, I wasn't trapped and not on, able to leave. I, which is a good thing because I know a lot of people can be trapped or feel trapped, but then they're in a, a position where they've committed to a job or relationship. And it's like, it's just very hard to navigate out of that. So I was lucky in a sense where me feeling trapped then, I was able to just make that decision that I'm going to leave and boom, four years later, I'm, I'm still here recording a podcast. Why do you think your relationships haven't worked out? Lord. <laughs> <coughs> Bars. Um... I kind of know this. So I'm just trying to. Well, I think I know this. This is what I, from self-reflecting. I think. It's probably. Been my. Inability to. Accept love. And that could be. 
That could be for many reasons, but I think the main one is my ability to accept love, and I'm not sure why that is. That could that could be um, that maybe I'd feel like I don't deserve it. Maybe I feel <clears throat> that I'm not capable of returning the love. But I've been in a number of situations where I've been dating a girl or seeing a girl um, and she's been like marriage material and I just um, couldn't couldn't get over the hump couldn't emotionally mentally fully commit and it's not like the relationship was hard like the relationships were good they were easy they're great to spend time with, but I think the main one is it's my my inability to accept it. And there could also be a thing about trust as well. Like I feel like that if I was to give my all to someone, then then I'm giving them the ability to to hurt me or break my heart. It's kind of the same with my oh. ex from, <clears throat> what are we, 2021. <clears throat> mm. So 2015, uh, I was dating, in a relationship with this girl, and I was 100%, she knows this, um, I was 100% fully in it. Like, just got out of uni, met her through a friend, and we started dating, ended up in a relationship, whatever, and I was like 100% in it. And... She was just in a place where she just wasn't able to give all of herself to me and and I was the opposite. I was ready to give all of myself to her and then we ended up having to separate ways so she could quote unquote find herself and fix all the traumas that she had um, been through. Talk about authenticity. That was... Uh... That was good. It's a good answer. Um, if I told you you were going to die in five years, what would you do differently? I think that's an interesting question because if I gave you one year, it would be very different to five years. One year would always be, I assume, let loose, blow out. But five years, you can do a lot with five years. Yeah, you can do a lot with five years. What would you do differently? As in how, how I would change my life. Uh, However you take that question. What I would do differently, di- differently. Um, I think I would. I would definitely travel more. I think. I would. I think the main thing I would do. I'd probably pick up Oakley. And if COVID wasn't a thing, um, traveling the world would be the one thing I'd do. Because I think a lot of people want to do that. See the world, see all the wonders of the world, see all these beautiful videos and images that we see in social media. They, everyone wants to experience that, but life just takes its toll. You have a job, maybe it's a lack of funds, maybe you're thinking of the future. But when you don't have a future, your whole mindset and 
and how you view life is going to be completely different. So like money wouldn't even be like an option. Like I would, I would just pack up and I would just go. I would, um, I'd risk it all. And try and find that truly mad deep love and have one last ride of romance if that makes sense that might might make sense like it's a good answer so like instead of traveling and maybe sleeping with loads of random birds i would try and find and obviously be completely upfront with this person like look i've got five years left but you're amazing and I'd love to spend my next five years with you. Like that would be unreal. Bars. That'd be class. No, I'm thinking about it. Yeah, that'd be it. Do you want to take a breather? Oh yeah, I haven't been breathing very much. Get a drink of water. That was just over 20 minutes. Okay. There were some questions I left out. Was it done? Yeah, part one. Oh, part one, okay. Yeah, yeah. There were some questions I left out because um, I was like, I don't know how to get through all of these. I didn't, I realised we were at like 12 minutes and I was like, oh, I've got like five left. Also, if you want to cough, if you just press that button, it mutes you. Oh, okay. And then you the, can, this, like, is this my one? Yeah, number one. Talk? Yeah, so if you want to cough, whatever, just press that. <sighs> there we go. Right, I'm ready. Welcome back, part two of part two. <laughs> what is your party trick and or fun fact? My party trick is that I can pull my belly button out. You've never shown me this. Do you want to show the audience? I feel like I have. You've never. Sh- you've tried to, but you've never shown it. Oh, we, 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 my, we were away for Christmas. My hands are sweating though. <laughs> I'll try and do it. Is this? No, no, no. You need to come to this come one. Listen. Oh, oh, this is... I don't think I'll be able to do it. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that, Can you see it? Yeah, that's gross. <laughs> but then it goes back in. Oh, that's gross. It's, it's like an it's like an any slash Audi. Oh, yeah, ladies, he is single. It is what it is. Um, what is your fun fact? My fun fact. Yeah. So I said party trick and or fun fact. So have you got a fun fact? What the hell even counts as a fun fact? Um. I represented Northern Ireland at Mr. World. Did you? In 2014. No, I've never heard about that before. Yeah. Feel free to not talk about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, who is the best Laker of all time? Ooh. Um, best Laker of all time. It's between two, Kobe or Magic Johnson, but I'll probably go for Kobe. Kobe Bryant. What's the, most, what's the most interesting category of porn you have watched or are currently watching at the moment? Interesting category of porn. They're similar to the question you asked me. Did you just add that in because I asked you? No, it was pretty much the same person that gave you that question, gave me that question. Oh, the little shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's how I knew it was her. Okay. Um. Oh, this is weird. I'm so sorry, mother. I don't watch porn, but if I were to watch porn, low <laughs> Jesus. If I was to watch porn, because I don't, um, 
it would be sweat in your palms. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> it would probably be not that crazy. Probably just a a, a black dude having sex with a, a a girl in a threesome. You sure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but, two, but two two different races though. Okay. Yeah. He's so cultured. Yeah. All about diversity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was hoping for something really, really dodgy. Yeah, I'm not I'm not you, mate. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I don't watch porn. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, what? What's porn? You've been banned. No. <laughs> Police have shut me down. <laughs> um what were you like in high school? I I was pretty much the exact same person as I am now. Obviously, more immature. I was definitely like. Were you Were you popular? Yeah, I was like the only black kid in school, so that helped. But um, yeah, I, w- I would consider that I was somewhat popular, um, in school. Um, I was definitely like a class clown type of person, always trying to make la- make people laugh. I wasn't I wasn't a bad kid but i would just always try to make people laugh but as a teacher obviously that's just bloody annoying when you're trying to teach teach a class and also one thing i would say about me in school is that i probably didn't try as hard as i should have um when it came to my studies and exams and stuff still did pretty well but like my potential to do way better was there and i think that was one of the biggest things that frustrated my mum because she knew because when i lived in jamaica my grades were unreal um because i took it seriously my grandparents were teachers so i did extra tutor well not tutoring but they just gave me extra work after um after school but i think yeah i was very much a class clown made people laugh fun to be around athletic and yeah i should have definitely tried a bit harder in school what's the most interesting thing that's happened to you on a first date there's one story in particular on a first date, mm. I don't know if that wasn't the first date. If you're thinking about that, if what if, if what I'm thinking is what you're thinking, what where when when was that? What date was it? Yeah, it was the second date. Okay, what's the most interesting thing that's happened <laughs> after you brought someone back? Oh my goodness! <laughs> Big shout out to whoever you are. My head hurts. Uh, I might have to plead the fifth in that one. <laughs> I'm definitely pleading the fifth in that one. Um, if you've listened to this and you know he's talking about you, I'll, I'm going to message him on some more of this. <laughs> <laughs> but like a please, she probably wouldn't even care. But no, I don't I, think she would. I, I mean, I don't know you her. Don't know her. <laughs> no, no, I could, I can tell. <laughs> what? She sounds like an absolute superstar. She is. Um, <laughs> we all love you. All the lads love you. They don't. No one knows. No, no one knows. Besides, we uh, know. besides Dan. Yeah, besides me and all the boys. Um, so, would there be something that's interesting that's happened on the first date? The most interesting thing, random thing, something that sticks in your mind. On the first date. Yeah. What's interesting? Apart thing? from being noticed as Mister Northern Ireland. Oh well, I man, it is what it is. <laughs> Mister Worldwide, they call me. <laughs> um, that's not cause of modelling. <laughs> What's the most interesting thing that's happened on a first date? Hmm. 
I don't think I've ever actually had anything that would like actually stands out. That's interesting. I've been now nah, like it wouldn't be interesting, but like I went on a date with this girl once, and then we got very drunk, and we end up going to this like bar in the city. It was like a backpacker bar. So maybe like. I had Oakley at the stage. This was like maybe two years ago. Single dad life. In the winter. Love it. Um, And we went to this bar and we ended up like doing, playing limbo in the middle of the bar. That's cool. It was a great day. Like we literally was like, oh, where are we going next? And then we ended up in this random bar. I can't remember the name of the bar, but we've been there so many times as backpackers. And we went in, we were still in our work clothes, whatever, rocked into this bar and then they were started playing limbo. And yeah, that was probably quite interesting and fun because the night took a, a turn that I wasn't expecting. Being limbo, oh. not, not anything other than that. Keeping a PJ. Mm-hmm. Would you have sex with your best friend? <laughs> um. Yes. You would? I have loads of best friends though. Like a female best friend, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, yeah. Would you? Um, it depends on the dynamic of the friendship, and depends where we both are. Do you not think? Do you think it would affect it in a negative? It could affect it in a negative. Would you? That goes down to dynamic, though, and it depends what both our intentions are. So you wouldn't like, see there's yeah. like a kind of line there. You wouldn't see it as like a black and white line of nah, you just don't like do that. It would kind of just be like determined. No, I could I could go for the easy answer and say no, but I think any dude would be lying if he said like if he had a good looking best friend, like he wouldn't consider it. That's a very fair point. And you're all lying if any guy here is listening be like I wouldn't have sex with my hot best friend, that's a lie. You consider it. Even if you would initially like finally say yes or no, sorry, you would like think about it. I think a lot of us would I think a lot of us would. But I think one of the re- I always think that Maybe it's because I've just seen, not that I've been in the experience, because I haven't, but I've seen bad experiences where mm. it just hasn't worked out. A lot of the yeah. time they've ended up seeing each other and it's like they only saw each other because they were sleeping with each other and then it's just like, oh, it just didn't work out. All yeah. we wanted was to have sex. So I've never seen it done successfully. Yeah. Maybe if I did, I would have a slightly different opinion. Mm. But I think you've told me a few times where you've known people where it has been okay. Yeah. So just fair play. the intentions and what you want or need. Could you forgive someone uh, for cheating on you? Hmm. At this stage of life, being 28, no. When I was younger, when I was, yeah, if, yeah, from around school age up until uni, if it had happened then, probably, because I would just put it down to being young, growing, exploring life, whatever. Um, Why not now then? Because I feel like now if I'm in a, if I'm going to be in a relationship, I'm not going to get into a relationship just for the sake of it. You know what I mean? So if I'm if I'm gonna commit to this person, it's because I see actually see a future. So if 
if they cheat, then they obviously didn't, and I'm I'm not here to fuck spiders. You know what I mean? Fair I'm point. Here to, I'm not here to waste time. So, yeah, at this stage <clears> in life, it's it's a no for me. Bars. When do you feel most connected to your friends? Um. When do I feel most connected to my friends? I think one on ones. I feel <clears throat> connection can easily get lost when there's a lot of um distractions. Um it's almost like if you use the analogy of having a puppy. It's like when you when you're trying to connect with them, when you're trying to teach them stuff, if there's a lot of um distractions around them, it's very hard to gain their attention. Um, so I feel when I ever, whenever I feel most connected with, with people is when I'm with them one-on-one and able to almost delve in, um, to a deeper part of their emotion and their, their psyche. Cause when you're in a group situation, you find that like, it's very hard to talk about things that actually matter. You just chat shit, chat about the most random things that do you matter because it's good to have those kind of like conversation because they help to build rapport and stuff and grow the relationship to some someday maybe lead to that more intense um kind of conversation but i think the one-on-ones when i'm in the house on the sofa just chatting or on a walk like i feel like that's when i'm i'm most connected that's both in in every aspect of life when do you feel most distant from them Whenever I'm at a point in life, whenever, whenever I'm in a point in life, that I need to be my own, if that makes sense. I go through phases where I just don't want to be around people. So it's not even about them being distant. It's about just me needing that space. I've been through points where I've just like was not in the mood to to socialize and speak, and then yeah, that's just when I've I felt most most distant from them. What does home mean to you? Um, it means comfort. It means happiness. It means family. And family can be blood. Family can be the people that you meet. Because I would consider Sydney home. Um, and it can... It means freedom. What is your worst trait that you're aware of? My inability to trust people. Um, yeah, my inability to trust. And that could be... Yeah, people go through past past traumas and past experiences that forge who they are in the present and in conjunction who they are in the future. And I feel like there's just, I've been through certain situations where I've just 
put myself in a position where I do find it hard um, to trust people. And that's something that I need to do. People always say, like, I don't, like, open up enough. I'm like a closed book. Um, it takes a lot for me to actually communicate my feelings to people. So I feel like that's something that I need to to fix, which I'm working on. Yeah, I think so. From what I can see. Thank you, sir. What is your best trait that you're aware of? I'm always positive. Yeah, I would say. Posit- I agree with that. Positivity is definitely one thing um, that I try to bring in every room that I walk into, no matter how I'm feeling. Um, I never try to use. If I'm in a bad mood, I never put that on anyone, because it's like they shouldn't have to suffer because I'm just in a shit mood, you know what I mean? And I'm not saying that I don't deal with the shit mood that I'm in, but mm-hmm. whenever I'm in around people, positivity is definitely one thing and energy is one thing that I always try and, um, yeah, bring into people's lives. I've been told that by quite a few people over the past year and stuff that that's one thing they always feel when I'm, when I'm around, which is always um, nice to hear. I said that's true as well. So that's uh yeah, it's definitely a quality that you have a lot of positivity, which is can be a lot really helpful to other people around you. Mm. I know other people have said that to you as well. Have you ever been in love? Yeah, I have. You would say that now, looking back, that you were definitely in love. Mm. Fair. Do you want to go into some detail? Um, not like necessarily about the person, but see, about the. I I always have this. I always question myself when I'm dating a girl for a period of time. I always ask myself, am I in love or am I in love with the idea of being in love? That's a very, yeah. I think a lot of people have that when they look back. It's, yeah, I'm like, you can go in a thought loop on that for hours. Am I in love with this person or am I in love with the idea of falling in love am i in love with the future with this person do i love what i'm in in the present um and that's what i always ask myself um and every time i look back i'm like yeah i was definitely uh i would consider like myself i would have been in love with this with this person um never told her but um she probably knows who's if she's listening she definitely knows this is her as well. i think i know the person yeah um but yeah like we have a good relationship um good rapport with each other still um we support each other in everything that we're doing um in in life um but yeah it was just it's one of those things one of the hardest things in life is when the universe um one of the hardest things in life is when the universe allows you to meet the person that you think you should be with, but it's the wrong time. Fucking hell. Yeah. Define what love means to you. Try and do it in three words if you can. Three words. Comfort. Bliss.
but also euphoric. Euphoric. I like that. Yeah. What's the most important thing to remember when dealing with extreme amounts of pressure? That you can you can only control what the, what you can control. There's yeah. no point stressing about the things that you can't control because you can't control them. But if you can control them, then why stress? Like if you know that the situation that you've been dealt is that I can fix this, yeah. there's no need to stress about it. But if you can't fix it, then why stress? That's same, a very good point. Same, same in the work. I think the workplace is one of the, the biggest ones and also relationships. Like if you, if you can't fix a situation, then there's no point stressed about it because you actually can't fix it. But if you, if you know you can fix it, there's no point stressed about it. You just have to, well, I do this anyway. I just calm myself down, sit down, and just evaluate what the best and most feasible options are to fix the problem. But I don't think you should stress about it. Finally, mm. describe yourself in three words and why. Um, um, Jesus, my mind just gone blank. Um, Take your time. Positive. As I mentioned before, yeah, I always try to bring that sort of side into my life and other people's lives. Um. thoughtful I try to put other people's needs before mine and ambitious I have an idea of what my what I want my life to look like and even though I'm not there yet I'm definitely working towards that direction i think um a really interesting a really interesting quote that i heard i think it's from a book called mindset is that becoming is always better than being mm. i like that because if you've already got it, there's nothing else to chase for becoming is always better than being mm. oh yeah how'd you feel i'm i'm gonna have to change my t-shirt <laughs> on my shirt i'm actually sweating <laughs> That was good. Oh, right, we're done.